hello and welcome back to the Anchored Family Ministry Podcast. We are four dedicated staff members here today, helping families navigate what it looks like to build disciples at home. And we were just saying it's been a while since we've sat around the round table here. I'm Jennifer, and I'm here with James, Paul, and Daniel. How are y'all doing? Haven't been here all year. (laughs) That's (laughs) one of my favorite jokes. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Well, how's the new year going? It's going well. This is my fourth month at Harps Crossing, so it's kind of neat to get things going. And I was telling some folks, we'll just have all of 2024 kind of like a trial run, right? And then in 2025, we'll know how to do things. We have a winter retreat coming up and a few events in February, D-Now in March. Summer will be here, but we're going to blink and it's going to be VBS first week of June. So yeah, excited. A lot of good things happening and eager to see how the Lord uses us here. Awesome. Awesome. My first year working here was COVID. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. That ties into my Christmas or what we've been doing um, yeah. is we were sick all through Christmas. We had that flu, I think, probably. Yeah. But we still had fun. We had lots of family time. It was great. A lot of family time. That's what a we wanted. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it was great. It was our first, well, you know, our daughter, it was her first time back home after being at school. So she was kind of had worked up this magical thing we're going to all do together, but it involved family time is what she wanted. So she got what, what she wanted. It wasn't yeah. magical, but we had a lot of family time. Jaden was home. Our son, he's graduating this semester, but still, crazy. it's really fun. It's neat when your house is full all of a sudden, it's great. And then I found personally, like, I'm like, okay, well, y'all go on back. It's kind of nice. We'll call you. <laughs> Be a little more quiet at the house. We'll for, text you. Yeah, yeah. You That's get used good, to it. Though. You get used to it pretty quick. Yeah. Like, man, I can get things done. <laughs> but it was awesome. We loved Christmas and New Year, all that. Does your youngest like it when they're home or when she's the only child? I think she probably likes it more when they're home. Yeah. But it's different. She gets some perks too. Right. Being only kid now. Daniel? Oh yeah, it's great holiday season. Really enjoyed it. I got to spend time with family. Christmas day, I drove around and played Santa Claus and gave a bunch of gifts. It was cool. Great awesome. time, man. Knocked it out in the park again. You, you know? didn't grow a beard? No, I didn't do that. Can't really, no. At least not a white one. You know, not Aww. there yet. Yeah. It's but okay. no, it was really good. Good, good times, man. Friends, yeah. family, all the jazz. Fun. We do a big breakfast at my parents' house. Man, I tell you, we have grit casserole. We only have it that one time a year. It's like two pounds of butter, four pounds of cheese. I mean, grits are in there. Gosh. But you're tasting the butter and cheese. Sounds to me like it, Griggs casserole. It, it, hey, it is a Griggs specialty, and it is the best thing ever. Tim asked for it one year for his birthday wow. because we only have it on Christmas. So anyways, you know that family time, that breakfast, that's yeah. always good. And mm-hmm. I think my kids look forward to it just like I always did. I really like New Year's. Mm. So I try to go all out. We do a balloon drop in our living room and just have fun. Very cool. How do you do a ball drop yeah. in your living room? Yeah, so, is there a net or something? We do a, a tablecloth, like a plastic Dollar Tree tablecloth and we have vaulted ceilings in our living room. So you tape the tablecloth to the fan and just load it with balloons. And you have to do it. You have to give the fan some time to come on because it slows it down because it's weighted. But when you're on five of the countdown, flip on the fan on high. And by midnight, the balloons are everywhere in the sky falling. Very cool. So the, the balloons room. rise? They do a little bit. 
I mean, they're in that tablecloth, so they're already up there. Okay, I was thinking like, because in New York City, the ball comes down. No, 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 okay. not like a drop like that. It's gotcha. more like a confetti yeah. kind of thing, confetti. but it's balloons. Yes. I would not do confetti because we have carpet. And you got to pick it up everywhere. Terrible. Balloons are bad enough. Anyways, so it was fun. Tim and I, we had our first date on New Year's, so it's always fun to celebrate New Year's. Elizabeth and I went to Birmingham for her extended family Christmas a week ago, and we got breakfast at the place that we went to when we met January 18th, 2020. And we actually sat at the same table. Aww. They sat us there. We were meeting up with some friends, and so we got a picture. Nothing like a good New Year's breakfast, for sure. Yes. Mm. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> well, we'll talk about the New Year in just a little bit. And, you know, I guess this is weird to say, this would be our January episode, yeah. right? Because we're going to work on doing a monthly podcast rather than a weekly podcast mm-hmm. for a season and see how that goes. Lots of reasons for that. But the main one is we want to offer the best content we can. And having some time in between episodes for us to be able to focus in on a certain topic or gather a certain guest and have that all lined up. We feel like that's going to be better for the podcast. We are all dedicated, like we say, but that means we have a lot going on. And it's a busy schedule in some weeks. If we're doing week to week, it's fun. We love it. But I realized, uh, and maybe hopefully everybody agrees, that sometimes we're just sharing our hearts Mm -hmm. and that's been fun. Hopefully listeners have enjoyed getting to know us that way. But uh, we'd love to hear from other people, other guests, other authors or ministry leaders, people that have a, a certain specialty in family ministry and or will focus in on something we're real passionate about. Right now, we're looking at 12 episodes a year. So those should be probably, I don't know, we'll see, 45 minutes in length, maybe somewhere around there. We'll see. We'll find a sweet spot. Going long. Five hours. Five hours. <laughs> yeah, four part of deliver yeah. some really Ooh. deep content. Yes. If you bring us lunch, we could do it. Oh, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll do that right. for sure. We may add the video element this year. That's a goal we have. Yeah. Add the video. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We'd have to actually fix our hair for that. Yep. I got a face for radio. So (laughs) not true. All right. So we thought we would kind of talk about our new year. I'm not a believer in resolutions for lots of different reasons because a lot of times, basically, you don't put much thought into resolutions. It's something you just do because it's New Year's. And if you don't put a whole lot of energy, time and prayer into certain big moves in your life, it's just going to fizzle pretty quick. And so that's yeah. why the gym is full January, <laughs> February, and then it's gone because people didn't really think that hard about that. Commit, yeah. That, it seems like more like an emotional decision a lot yeah. of times, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. But a new year does bring like a new start or Love it gives it. you a refocus to say, okay, this, this is what I see, you know, God's been doing this past year and this is where I'm heading this year. I'm excited about it. So I thought we'd share that kind of stuff this year. perhaps some books you're excited about reading or things you're going to be studying, maybe any big family things coming up, uh, habits you're hoping to uh, maybe stop or start. I just like the idea of habits, a consistent routine or habit. In the end, that'll produce maybe a desired result that you would like set around a resolution like, oh, I want to lose weight, so I'm going to go to the gym. But if you just have like a routine that you try to be consistent in, you know, getting up at a certain time, eating at these times, blah, blah, blah pretty cool stuff. The reading stuff I'm going to do, I'm just really enjoying apologetics right now. So I'm just going to kind of get in that groove and read some more of that stuff. I've just really enjoyed kind of stocking up all those thoughts in my head. 
because they're continually finding. I was just watching a video last night about things they're finding in the Bible that continue to just prove its validity. It's really cool stuff. I'll share with you one very quickly. Luke, of course, is the author of Luke and Acts, but they found these little things called semitisms, which is a moment when he's interviewing an eyewitness and it's as if he changes his writing a little bit because he's recording what they're saying. And there was times like in the book of Mark, when they're calling the disciples for the first time, it's pretty brief, but they reference the Sea of Galilee. Well, in Luke's gospel, he calls it Gennesaret. I, I, I can't say it correctly, but that's a Semitism. It's like a breakaway from what's normally written. You think, oh, it's a contradiction. No, it isn't. Because Josephus, a historian, you know, a Jewish historian, recorded that the locals, they, they didn't call it the Sea of Galilee. They called it like Gennesaret, you know. Mm-hmm. So Luke is interviewing this eyewitness as he explains. He says, I recorded these. It it seemed good for me to record these things, eyewitness, and be as accurate as I can and give a linear thing so you know exactly what went down, talking to Theophilus. So he records it as late Gennesaret. So you think it's a contradiction. It's not. It's just more proof that he was actually interviewing a person who lived there, who was a local, and it was one of the disciples. and who actually lived through that event. So I'm just like, it just never ends. You know, it goes against what people try to use as an argument. It's like, no, dude, you're wrong again. You're Mm. just, you're proving your point. So I'm really enjoying apologetics and learning that sort of stuff and trying to uh, worship more because that helps me out a lot, big time. So stuff like that. I wouldn't call it a habit to, to like, I'm not, being very rudimentary about it. Like, I don't know. I'm just getting my hands on a book. I'll read it, take my time. No big deal. Hmm. Resolutions. I think we could kind of, that word can be a little bit loose, but I do like the thought of like new year, new habits, mm-hmm. you know, um, doing things, not just because it's new year, but because you want to see change. So I kind of switched up my routine a little bit. So I joined a new gym. I left the one I was previously at my wife and I moved in the summer. This one's a little bit easier, a little bit more convenient. But for the past few years, I've worked out early morning, 5.30, 6, you know, come back home, get it done out of the way early. But a lot of times for me, it's like I'm not taking as much time as I can. I'm just kind of doing it just to do it. And I, again, I can't take my time with it. So I've started to do my devotional and reading time like 5.15 in the morning. And that's been super helpful so far this year. I have a devotion a daily liturgy that I'm working through, then it's just awesome to every morning, wake up at 5.15 from then till about six, orienting myself towards God as I begin my day. You know, Lord, you are the most important part of this day. Do with me as it seems pleasing for you to do. You know, saturating myself with the word. I usually listen to a worship song or two like this morning, as soon as I woke up, I think it was Behold Our God or it was something like that. Just as soon as I woke up, listen to that, let it speak to me. So, and then I'm doing workout in the afternoon now, leaving the office and just going straight there. And that way I can take 45 minutes if I want, or however long, 50 minutes, as opposed to just in the morning, doing it quickly for about a half hour and getting out. Uh, But one thing that's cool is my dad, uh, my mom and dad attend a church a little bit North of us in Georgia. And they are, they're members there. My dad teaches a Bible class on Wednesday nights that he's done for about two decades. But we're going to start reading the works of John Owen 
who was a minister in England, a Puritan minister in the 17th century. And I got some books from him for Christmas. And he wrote a lot about, about God, obviously, but he specifically, the, the book that we're reading, it's called Communion with God. And so he speaks about how, you know, we as Christians, we don't merely have communion with Jesus. We have communion with the Father and communion with the Spirit. And I think that it can be easy to think about the Trinity as merely that doctrine that's on the shelf. And, you know, we don't really know much about the Trinity. God is Trinity other than that. But uh, yeah, we've been reading that and tomorrow will be week two. Uh, just a few pages at a time. The first chapter was five pages. I know a lot of times when people hear about ministers from church history from times past, they might get a little bit intimidated. Is it tough to read? Is it applicable? And yes, it's very applicable, uh, definitely easy to read. So the chapter for tomorrow will be about eight pages. Uh, but yeah, I, I like to read on my own, but something new that I'm doing is reading with my dad, just so we can both kind of strengthen each other and help each other out. So I've got some things that I want to read this year, but kind of just spend the year reading John Owen. He had a lot of good things to say about the family, about the church, about what it means to follow Jesus. So definitely excited about that. That's awesome. Yeah. So do you and your dad, like once a week, y'all catch up on it? Yeah. Kinda. So we, yeah, we'll Zoom. We uh, okay. we're actually, yeah. we were at a funeral a week or two ago in Mississippi. And so we just did the first chapter in person. But yeah, we'll just, uh, we'll Zoom early morning, probably 5.30 or 6 before the kids are awake while I'm still just doing that routine. And tomorrow's chapter is eight pages, so not too many. And we'll just work through it and talk about kind of the high points and educate ourselves. So that's nice. It'll be fun. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> I love New Year's. I've already said it. And I, I don't do re resolutions very well either because I mean, it's just, I mean, like we've already said it, it tends to be gone by February. But I love the idea of a fresh start. Yeah. So starting new things or taking away new things. So I was talking in chapel last week and we talked about New Year's last week. And I was telling them, you know, this is a great time if there's things that you need to be pouring into yourself, like that you need God to be pouring into you. This is a great time to start that. So whether it's reading the Bible more or stopping doing some of the things that you're doing, praying more, surrounding yourself with better friends, whatever it is, like this is a great time to start it. And then I sat down and I shared this with them today in chapel and I was going to watch a TV show. And it's not even like a bad TV show. It's just a TV show. And I was like, oh no, I have to practice what I preach. So even though it wasn't on New Year's and I hadn't put a lot of time into thinking about this for myself, I had put time into thinking what I wanted to share with the kids starting with a new year. It really hit me hard that if I'm not filling myself with things of God, I am wasting time, first of all, but that means I'm filling myself with the world. Even if it is, and I'm not saying don't watch TV. That's not at all what I'm saying. I watch plenty of TV. But this one show had a quality that I didn't need to be filling myself with. Again, it wasn't bad. It was about vampires. <laughs> I mean, it is one of those just silly shows that I really enjoy. And it's just a girly show. But it wasn't what I needed. And then I was reading in Acts or Second Thessalonians because of going back and forth because it's chronological. So I don't remember where mm. it was, but it was saying that the people had been doing some kind of sorcery, witchcraft mm -hmm. kind of thing and the show has witches in it. And it said that they burned their incantation books or whatever mm -hmm. they're called. And I was like, confirmation. I need to put that aside. If that was true, then it's still true now. That's not what I need. And I know that that may be stretching things. I'm not trying to like, 
read into anything in the Bible that I'm reading, but that was the Spirit saying to me, all right, you've put aside the thing that you didn't need to be putting in your head. And now I have time to fill my head with different things of God that are healthier for me to grow in Him. Because that's the whole point as Christians is everything we're pouring into ourselves to be coming out of us so that we're becoming more like Christ. And others can see that. And so hopefully my kids can see that in me. Other people can see it anyway. So that's been a lot of what I've been thinking about the past two weeks that I didn't know I wanted to start fresh in the new year, but just I really want to be a better example for my kids. And so one thing, and I went back and I was listening to some of the old episodes, like the first year we did a podcast. And I said then that I am not super healthy, but what I eat or even just lazy, I'm just lazy. And so that's one thing that I really want to work on this year is just getting healthy. And so far, I mean, it's only, you know, whatever date it is, the 10th. But so far, it did require that preparation, though. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just something I said on the first, I'm going to get healthy. No, it was already making the pickup order for Kroger Mm -hmm. that had more fruits and vegetables in it and making sure that we're not eating out as much and planning on cooking at home. Yeah, it was already brewing. Sorry, I feel like I got really quick and I may not have expressed all of my thoughts very well there. But just what I'm pouring into myself, I want to be more meaningful, I guess. Thanks for sharing, Jennifer. The verse that comes to my mind when you were sharing is Colossians 3, set your minds on things Mm -hmm. that are above, not on things that are on this earth. And that's the struggle of being a Christian, right? We're in this earth. We live here temporarily in this earth but we're not called to set our minds on things here. Now we can enjoy the things that God has given. Absolutely. But our ultimate focus should be heavenly, Mm -hmm. right? On earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. And when I'm looking forward to going home so I can sit on the couch and watch an hour of this TV show instead of putting my mind on things above, just like you just said. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a ton of stuff that I've, gotten rid of because of personal conviction. Yeah. You know, if it's sent to me, then I better deal with that. Yeah. Right. And, and other and people I might look at me. And I to justify it. Yeah. Like, yeah. People might look at me and say, why are you? No, it's me. It's between mm-hmm. me and God. Yeah, exactly. And so I try not to really talk about it much. Yeah. One thing I was going to say, I guess I forgot that is very different. I'm going to try as best I can to go the whole year without social media. So Amen. I logged off on December 31st and I don't say that to say that Everyone should, if you want to, that's fine. Uh, I have a very close pastor friend that pastors here locally, not far from us. And he took off all social media, like he deleted it like forever. I probably, I may not do that. uh, And that's his decision and my decision to go the whole year. But yeah, just the thought of setting my mind on things that are above. Mm -hmm. Like I can still communicate with who I need to communicate with. And if I'm scrolling through Facebook, I mean, that's not inherently sinful, right? Like right. it, it could be, not necessarily has to be, but just the thought of kind of giving a mental reset, mm-hmm. right, on what I'm looking at, what I'm taking in. And I mean, of course, I'm still spending time looking up sports statistics or reading articles. So it's not like I'm just doing away with my phone completely, <laughs> but just that thought of going a whole year, just not focusing on that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that'll come up later. I love how everything we're talking about is small things. You know, it really is. I guess that's the only caution against like a big resolution Mm -hmm. without thinking through it. You take on a big thing without realizing, wow, there might be a a thousand small steps I need to take before I get Mm, to that one. But I love y'all sharing things that you've been working at for a while. And that's kind of where I am is things that 
have been brewing for a season and then it's a new year. I'm like, okay, let's see how long this will continue. And so for me, one is reading through the Bible in a year. I've done that on and off over the years, but I don't know that I've done it 365 days. Hmm. You know, I'll miss a day here or miss 10 days here and just say, oh, ah, yeah. I can't catch up. So I'm just going to go back to where I'm at now. And so far, I've been doing like 63 days at this point, but it's become such a habit. But it's taken a long time to get to that habit to where I'm like, I'm not going to miss this. You know, I'm just not. So I hope this is a year that this was a high enough priority that it didn't get skipped ever. And another one is to be faithful with finances in a certain way that God's been teaching me Mm -hmm. over the years. I mean, it's personal, but it's just like, I'm surprised at how weak I am when it's Mm -hmm. something, it's just simple, but I'm like, wow, okay, God, there are inner things, Mm -hmm. the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh and the pride of life. It is constant. Mm -hmm. So you identify areas, at least I do, I identify areas in me where I'm like, wow, I'm having a hard time apparently giving this up. Because I say one thing and I do good for two weeks and then boom, a little bit of financial unfaithfulness, even a small thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's not that I'm trying to, <laughs> again, that's kind of between me and God. And so I'm excited for a new year again to say, okay, mm. I believe I can humble myself and learn some obedience here. And the last is to start a library. I've always enjoyed books. I always enjoyed reading, but thanks to James, I'm, thinking a whole lot more about what I read and why I read. And so kind of a fresh start to say, okay, I want to invest in them, read them thoroughly, put my stamp in there and say, I've read this and put it on my shelf and create a whole wall of books that I've dove into to learn. And these would be, yeah, pretty much, again, thanks to James and Dawson, just theological studying, going down deep into expository study of the word. That's awesome. I love what you shared about yeah, that Bible reading and just the thought of Bible study can be brief. It can be extensive. I mean, if like a couple of weeks ago, I, I'm doing in my reading, I'm just kind of bouncing between books, Old Testament, New Testament. So I'm in Ezekiel and Luke right now, but I did Galatians a few weeks ago. You know, it took me like two days or two or three days to read Galatians. And that was quick and simple. But then, yeah, I mean, the, the whole Bible, I like guess a that could take a year. It could take longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just the thousands and thousands of years, all the genealogies in the Old Testament, all the names and the cities yeah. and the kings and the nations. So I love that, but that's, that's a big endeavor. In a certain day, you may not see a ton of fruit. <laughs> like I'm thinking if you're in Second Chronicles, I don't enjoy reading First Second mm-hmm. Chronicles. But there is so much fruit, even if it's not seen in the daily, yeah. like every specific day in the long term. Right. And it still is there in the daily, but overall, over a period of weeks, months, that's really where you where it comes to fruition. Yeah. I also think in all of this, what an example you're setting for those around you, but especially those of us with kids who are watching us at home, like yeah. my daughter has been getting up with me. And that's something that we've done since we started the second instead of the first with that. But before she goes to bed, she's like, you are going to get me up in the morning. Yeah, baby, I'll get you up in the morning. And so we'll sit on the couch like, with our backs to the ends of the couch, facing each other, sharing a blanket. But she's got her devotion book and she's 10. So she can read on her own. She can answer the questions. And it's not a time, like really, we pray together in the evening, but in the morning for our devotion time, like it's not something we're doing together, but it's opened a time already for conversation Mm. and for her to start 
really? Developing her own faith. She's not living by my faith. She's asking big questions. And this Mm. morning she asked me a big one. But I mean, these conversations, like we wouldn't have had those. So I think it's so important for your kids to see and for others to see you and hear about those. Yeah. Growing in godliness. Yeah. Certain Mm. shows you may not watch anymore or certain habits you're starting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your kids are watching. Mm -hmm. Lots of people are watching. We don't do for that reason, of course, but it's really neat to see it blossom in them and Mm -hmm. then they outpace you in some ways. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, (laughs) cool. Yeah. Very cool stuff. It's uh, the end of a thing and the beginning of a thing and it allows you to process what happened last year and Mm -hmm. evaluate and did I enjoy 2023 or, you know, because of things I could have done better and then kind of launch yourself into the new year and I love it, that God set that up that way too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. very mm-hmm. easily our planet yeah. could just sit still. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But he set it up where we have 365 days, you know, and seasons. And This mm-hmm. year we have 366. That's, That's right. Because right. it's really 365 and a fourth. Mm. Are you for real? I didn't it know. Is. It's a leap year. Leap year? Any oh, cool. election year is a leap year. Ah, And this sweet. is an election year. Wow. Oh, Learning. Yeah. Good times. Yeah, it's neat, man. I like it. And hopefully people don't feel overwhelmed with, oh my gosh, you know, it's a new year and I wasted this one. They get into a negative headspace, man. Please shed that off real quick and be okay with starting fresh and anew and stuff like that. And it sounds like, I don't know, this is one of the worship songs I've been listening to is like Refiner. Actually, a bunch of different songs that talk about being refined by God. And I feel like I'm seeing that in a lot of people. And Mm -hmm. especially this younger generation, I'm starting to see a seriousness there that I haven't seen before. And I don't know what it is, if I'm making it up in my own brain or not, but it seems pretty clear to me, like God's starting to shape up this generation. Before we wrap up, any big things this year for your family or for you that you're excited about? Milestones coming up? Three-year anniversary, a week from yesterday for Elizabeth and I. That's cool. Got a trip planned in August to go see the Athletics and Giants with a with my best friend. We got to see the Athletics before they leave for Las Vegas. So getting out to Oakland. Elizabeth and I go into Chicago in a few months because she had a credit that had to be used by New Year's. So <laughs> we used it for sure. Just looking forward to the things that are going to take place. Yeah. I hope we go back to Maine this year. I don't yeah. know if it'll happen. I gave my dad a gift. His birthday was a couple of days ago. And everything was Maine. <laughs> I was like, hopefully it, we can go back soon. Because we always all go together. Yeah. My family, my brother, my parents, and then one of our friends always go together. But, but we don't really have anything like big planned. My oldest will be an official teenager this year. Ooh, that's big. Yeah. yeah. Your youngest yeah. will officially Ours be too, a teenager yeah. this yeah. year. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that means, Paul. I, I do. Let's not tell people. Let's not tell them. (laughs) No, but I I don't know. I think it's a lot of little things. Like we've just been saying here, it's not even any one big thing. I'm so excited about this year, but there's Mm. nothing huge happening. Mm. Except VBS. Always. Our first college graduate, Lord willing, Mm. will be this coming year. So we're excited about that. And seeing what that's like. Yeah. Moving back home for a little bit. Mm. Could be a big year for him. Could be. My older brother and his wife, they're pregnant. That's right. Their due date's July 1st. So, at my, and this is like the first uh, grandchild of our immediate family and stuff like that. So, it's pretty exciting. And And my mom was super excited. They told her on Christmas Day and 
they got her like a birdhouse that said um, grandparents July 2024. And she just did not get it. So for like a minute straight, they're like, oh, this is so beautiful. And then (laughs) they're looking puzzled at it though, because they're, you know, they're reading the words, (laughs) but it's not clicking. Uh And then finally, He's like, oh my gosh, look at, look, this is, this is this. And then, yeah, of course she just. All the tears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got super excited. Jumping around the room. You'll be the coolest uncle in the world. Yeah. Yeah, the coolest. Of course. (laughs) Teaching apologetics to like a two month old. That's going to be awesome. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I will for sure. There's no doubt in my mind. I'll be letting that kid know what's up. Yep. Make sure he's Um, a musician. Yeah. Drums. We'll see. We'll see. All right, so next time we'll come together in February. Yeah. We'll be on a winter retreat. Fun. We'll be deep Hopefully into I'll the year by then. Yes, you will. We're excited <laughs> yes. for you. Yeah. Just got to bring the Mountain Dew. Yeah. Make it through. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, thank you guys for tuning in. I know it's a big announcement going to once a month, but we plan on bringing the quality. It's going to be deep and rich and hopefully very, very helpful to you and your family. So thank you for sticking with us today. We got a phone number, 629-888-3056. If you want to call and leave a message or text us and give us some thoughts or ideas, we also got an email anchored at harpscrossing.com. And as always, thank you for joining us and stay anchored. Steve Podcast Productions.